0: The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. A long standoff in Wellston between a domestic violence suspect and local law enforcement officers in the early morning hours of Sunday, June 12th ended with the suspect's arrest. The Wellston Police Department has identified the suspect as Dale Queen, Jr., age 46, of Millfield, Ohio. He was taken into custody after a tense three-hour-plus standoff at an apartment in Wellston. Officers were called to that apartment after he was accused of assaulting and injuring a female who was later taken to a Columbus hospital. Law enforcement officers became involved when the police department received a 911 call just after 1 a.m., reporting that a female was screaming from another apartment at 222 East 11th Street in Wellston. Officers arrived on the scene at 1.22 a.m. and immediately attempted to contact the occupants inside. After several attempts to make contact, the female came from the structure with visible facial and head trauma. Officers immediately moved the female to safety and called for assistance from the Ohio State Highway Patrol, Jackson County Sheriff's Office, and Jackson County EMS. The female identified Queen as the man still inside the apartment. After getting the female into the care of Jackson County EMS, officers began to order Queen out of the residence by PA system. After several attempts failed to bring Queen out of the residence, the special response team was requested from the Jackson County Sheriff's Office. The Police Department secured a search warrant for the property, and at 4.37 a.m., officers entered the building and took Queen into custody without further incident. Queen was charged with felony domestic violence, felony aggravated assault, and inducing panic and was incarcerated at the Jackson County Correctional Facility. The female was transported to Holder Medical Center in Jackson and later transferred to Grant Medical Center in Columbus to be treated for her injuries. With high temperatures expected to be in the mid-90s through this Thursday, Jackson City Service Director David Swackhammer is asking City Electric customers to use moderation when using the city's electricity to cool their homes and businesses this week. During Monday evening's meeting of Jackson City Council, Service Director David Swackhammer noted that extremely hot temperatures will bring about peak alerts for the city's electrical distribution system. He explained that however high the electric usage is will have an effect on the prices the city pays for electricity in the future due to establishing the peak demand. Slackhammer concluded by asking electric customers to be considerate when adjusting their thermostats, air conditioners, and fans this week. He said a couple of degrees can make a big difference when it comes to volume. Around 7.30 on Monday, the National Weather Service issued a severe thunderstorm warning for Jackson and Vinton counties. Meteorologists were reporting the damaging winds and continuous cloud-to-ground lightning were occurring with these storms, and Ohioans were asked to move indoors immediately. The initial part of the storm hit Jackson County not long before 8 p.m., bringing with it strong damaging winds, and later, a brilliant display of lightning streaking across the sky. Local fire department scanner traffic revealed the storm brought down trees, power lines, and utility poles across both Jackson and Vinton counties. There were some trees and or power lines and poles that came down over roadways across both counties, which resulted in road closures. There were even some reports of trees down on houses and vehicles. By 9.16 p.m., there were several thousand customers sitting in the dark without power following the severe thunderstorms. As of Tuesday morning, there were still several thousand people without power between Jackson and Benton counties following the storms. AEP Ohio was reporting 3,603 customer outages in Jackson County, while 1,681 customers had no power in Vinton County. AEP Ohio also reported that more than 145,000 are without power after straight-line winds and lightning crossed the state and took down trees and power lines overnight. Buckeye Rural Electric was reporting just over 1,500 customers affected in Jackson County, while Vinton County had 879 affected. Crews worked through the night and continued to clear debris across the area and assess damages and complete line work for the over 6,000 members who still remain without power. At this time, Buckeye Rural Electric is unable to provide an estimated restoration time, but they will update as more information comes in. Both AEP Ohio and Buckeye Rural Electric remind residents not to touch any downed wires or anything that those wires may be touching. On top of all this, the National Weather Service has issued an excessive heat warning for Jackson and Benton County through Tuesday evening. There's also an excessive heat watch through Thursday evening. Extreme heat and humidity are forecast with heat index values to be in the low 100s. And in a related story, Oak Hill Village Council President Jennifer Hughes is sharing several announcements with village residents regarding damages from the storms that passed through. Hughes told the radio on the telegram that a tree was down at Etna Park in the area of the new playground, and as a result, the park will be closed until the situation can be addressed. A tree had also fallen in CM Cemetery and was lying across some tombstones, according to Hughes. Overall, Council President Hughes said village employees were prioritizing cleanup efforts as best they could, She's encouraging village residents with debris in their yards from the storm who are able to do so to take the items to a designated area in the village at the village sewer plant. This, she explained, will allow village employees to address cleanup elsewhere. If you're unable to take the items yourself, you can call the village building at 682-6301 and request a special pickup. Jackson County Emergency Management Agency personnel were also reportedly in the village of Oak Hill Tuesday morning assessing storm damage. With several pieces of time-sensitive legislation on the table yet to be approved, Jackson City Council has scheduled a special session meeting for 7 p.m. this Thursday, June 16th at City Council Chambers on Portsmouth Street. Council met in regular session on Monday evening, June 13th, but was unable to pass any legislation on an emergency basis as Councilman Pete Bopp and Marva Colby were both absent due to illness. Jackson City Council has seven members and it requires six votes to suspend the rules, which require three readings, so legislation can then be passed immediately. Council's next regular meeting is set for Monday, June 27th, and city officials would like to approve certain legislation sooner than that. While passing certain pieces of legislation is the main reason for Thursday's special session meeting, it was decided to include on the meeting's agenda any or all business which may come before council so that other matters could be addressed if desired or needed. Among the time-sensitive legislation are a resolution and an ordinance regarding the city's planned street paving program for this summer. Mayor Randy Evans was hopeful to have both passed immediately so the city could schedule the actual paving work with the contractor as soon as possible. The resolution involved approving a contract with G&J Paving of Chillicothe for just over $1.1 million to do the paving work. The ordinance involved the administration's request to council to approve an additional $300,000 to cover a portion of the cost of the paving contract. Evans explained the bids for the paving work came in higher than expected and greatly exceeded the $900,000 which had been set aside for paving work. Evans said the extra $300,000 is available from the city's income tax revenue and that this appropriation would allow the city to do more of the paving which had tentatively been planned for this summer. Even with the extra appropriation, Evans stated that the city may still not be able to do all the paving work that was originally planned for this year. Roby Browning, a current at-large Wellston City Council member and a former teacher, intervention specialist, talent and gifted coordinator, and dean of students for the Wellston City School District, has been unanimously approved by the Wellston City Schools Board of Education as the new Wellston Middle School principal. During the Monday night, June 13th meeting of the school board, Browning's resignation as a teacher in the district was approved, effective at the end of his 21- and 22-year contract. Immediately after that, the board approved him as the new Wellston Middle School principal under a three-year contract, which is effective August 1st of this year. In state and national news, more infant formula is making its way toward the U.S. Andrew Kinsey, with WBNS in Columbus, has the details. The FDA and Abbott are working together to ship thousands of cans of baby formula in from Spain. The shipment will include products for premature babies and babies with sensitive stomachs. Another change, starting today here in Ohio, Families who use WIC now qualify for an expanded list of formula products. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And finally today, Tecumseh will make its return for its 50th year this year. Tickets are on sale now for all shows, which begin on Thursday, June 16th and run through Sunday, September 4th. Shows were regularly sold out last year, so those interested should make plans as soon as possible. You can visit TecumsehDrama.com to purchase tickets. Southern Ohio Axe Throwing will also return this summer with a new setup and all the old familiar fun. Axe Throwing is available from 5 p.m. until showtime every day. And backstage tours are offered every day at 345, 430, and 515 p.m. You get a behind-the-scenes look at how the magic is made on the stage. You can meet the actors and see the available weaponry demonstrated. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.